breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Jerry O'Connell is replacing Sharon Osbourne on The Talk. I was surprised to learn that. I mean that there's a show on TV called The Talk. President Biden still opposes legalizing marijuana. Democrats in Congress are hoping to change his mind. A group of them are going to the White House tomorrow to show him a couple episodes of Rick and Morty. The owner of a pot dispensary where Justin Bieber shop says Justin is interested in the benefits of cannabis and the rest of us are interested in Justin being too stoned to make any new music. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107. Good morning, I'm Prospector, and it's time for another Prospector prank call. Uh, today, uh, we are calling a guy named Sam. His wife, Debbie, says that Sam is very protective of the yard. He takes great pride in it and gets really upset if anybody's anywhere near it, let alone in it. So she wanted me to prank him and say that I was going into their backyard. So uh, I came up with an idea that I was sore back and I needed to use his jacuzzi, and uh, we're going to call him and tell him I'm about to get in. It's another Prospector prank call on Rock 107. Hello? Yeah, hi, I'm calling for Sam. This is he. Hey, hey, Sam, look, uh, this is Rick. I live right down the street uh, on uh, one place. Yeah. Uh, you have the blue house in the corner, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if you remember meeting me uh, when we had the block party. I was there with my daughter, uh, my wife. I don't know if you remember meeting her, Vanessa. No, no, not really. Uh, okay, well, we live in the house down the street, the one with the uh, Tacoma parked in the driveway. Yeah, well, Maybe you know the house, the gray house. Yeah, how can I help you, though? Okay, here's the issue. I've been dealing with some uh, really bad back spasms lately. Have you ever had a back spasm? Yeah, I've had back spasms. What's up? Well, the issue is this. My doctor said what would really help is some hot water therapy, like uh, a jetted tub, a jacuzzi tub. And I don't have that, but I noticed in your backyard you do have a jacuzzi. I was just wondering, and I'm really sorry to impose upon you, but I was wondering if it would be all right if I just got in there for oh. about 15 to 20 minutes in one of the jacuzzis. Uh, it would really help me out tremendously. I'm in a lot of pain with well, my first back. First off. I don't re- remember meeting you. Oh, okay. A second, my jacuzzi isn't working right now. We're going to have somebody come out and look at it because it's not heated up. Oh, I think it's all right. Um, no. Uh, are you sure it's not working? Um, yeah, that's why we're having somebody to come look at it. Because uh, it's weird because, like, it feels hot enough for me. I, I think... Wait, wait. It feels, it feels like it's hot enough. How would you know that? Oh, I'm standing right here right now next to it. You're what? Yeah, I'm standing right here next to your jacuzzi, and I just felt the water. It feels perfectly fine. So you're man. in my backyard right now? Yeah, is that all right? I mean, the um, gate wasn't locked or anything. No, that's trespassing. I don't even know you well enough for you to come to my I house. I live down the I'm street. Not it's not like I'm a total stranger. I live down the street. You you know what house I'm talking about, oh, right? No, I haven't even formally met you. This is We not just right. met. My name's Rick. Uh, I'm Rick, and I'm getting in right now. Let me tell you something. I can already feel the relief. Oh, you better not be getting in. I'm, I, I'm getting in. You I'm getting, getting in. Getting oh, in. I feel so much. It feels so good right now. I feel right now. I can't tell you how. It feels too good. I'm sorry. It's a medical emergency, and you'd really be helping out a lot. No, it's no emergency. Not only am I gonna call the cops, I'm gonna come home it is and an I'm gonna emergency. Your- uh, oh, really? Yeah. So you treat me like this yes, is some I kind would. of prank call? Yeah. yeah. What if this is a prank call? What are you gonna do about it? It better be a prank call. So I'll be on my way right now. It is. It is a prank call. What are you gonna do about it? It is. What? It's a prank call. It's a prospector prank call. You're on Rock 107 right now. It's what? So you're not in my backyard right now? <laughs> no, no, I'm not in your backyard. It's a prospector prank call. It's not real. <laughs> Your wife, Debbie, gave us your number. She said you'd get real hot if one of your neighbors came into your backyard. Oh, man, you're right. I was hot. I was almost on my way right now. I can tell, man. (laughs) Wow. 
Thirsty Thursday at Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107. Prospector saying good morning and uh, hey to Chuck Colley who's uh, checking in this morning. You know, sometimes uh, it doesn't always work the way you thought it would. Like we went to uh, Knobles Amusement Resort on Monday. Prospector in the park took a, bus- a busload of listeners down. Had a great day and a great time. But as is often the case in life, not everything was 100% perfect. Something did go wrong. Something happened to me. Uh, yeah. My wife lost something of mine, and uh, it didn't really turn out the way you expect. Somebody loses something, you think they're going to replace it. That's not what went down. I'm going to call her out on it. We're calling my wife, Tara, and uh, finding out what she has to say for herself. Hello? It's your husband. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Good. So uh, let's talk about Knobles and uh, our big uh, adventure there Monday for Prospector in the Park. It was fun. I liked it. Yeah, you had, had a fun. good time? I had a great time. Yeah, I love rides. There was one ride normally I would go on, but because, you know, you, uh, uh, our brother-in-law, Derek, our nephew, Jet, all were going on, I, I kind of had to watch the phones and all that. Do you remember what ride that was? Yeah, the water ride, like the log pool. The log pool, which is a water ride, which is going to get things wet and all that kind of stuff. So let's talk about that, because one thing that happened uh, on Sunday before we even got ready for the uh, prospect of the park, you said to me, I need to borrow something. Do you remember? Uh, Yes, I needed to borrow a baseball hat because I thought it was going to rain. And you you don't own a baseball hat. No, I used to. I don't anymore. I don't know why. Neither do I. So I loaned you one of my wonderful prized New York Yankee hats. Yeah, after you went through your hats and said I couldn't take certain ones. And I'm glad I did because let's get to what happened. You get on the log flume and what happens? Well, when we were coming down the big hill, my hat flew off. Whose hat? I lost it. Whose hat? (laughs) Your hat. Right. My hat flew off your head. And I'm there on the observation deck and I get to see it happen. I'm like, oh, there goes my hat. Great. And then, Sorry, yeah, yeah, well, look, you know, things happen, but um, when you get on the line, uh, on the flume inside the log, and right as you go out of the shed and start to go up the hill, there's a sign. Do you remember what that sign says? No, because you told me about it after I lost the hat. So why did you not read the signs? I mean, you're so nervous about everything, you think safety stuff would help you. There's a sign, nope. and it read this. Hold on to your glasses and hats, because you will lose them. Yeah, I didn't lose my glasses, though. Oh, well, good. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you lose my baseball hat, my New York Yankee, yes. black Yankees hat, which I, you know, I've had for years. I don't, I shouldn't have let you wear it. I don't know why I did, but you lose yeah. it because that would be bad enough, but there's more. I had to buy a hat. Who had to buy a hat? <laughs> you bought a hat. <laughs> I, I bought a hat. So you, through your negligence, lost my <laughs> baseball cap. And I'm the one buying a new one. Yeah, but it wasn't expensive. Twelve ninety five for a baseball hat inside an amusement park is a steal. So thanks to exactly. Knobles for not jacking us. But uh, where is that hat now? Who has that hat? I do. But you lost my hat. Where's my hat? You're not going to wear a pink and blue hat. Well, you should buy me a new New York Yankee, black Yankee baseball cap. Yeah, maybe Christmas. Because right, what do you mean Christmas? It's not a gift. You owe me this. <laughs> this is not we'll a Christmas see. gift. You owe me this hat. We'll see. And twelve ninety five for the hat I replaced for you. Yeah, we'll uh, see. As I see, there's about forty eight ninety five. You owe me right now. No, I want that money. Yeah. Okay. Life's pretty tough right now. 
There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Uh, imagine you're outside JP Meat Market in Hanover Township and, and you see an envelope full of cash. What would you do? Well, that situation presented itself to somebody in Michigan. The owners of a butcher shop in Michigan were taking an envelope full of cash to the bank last week, but they dropped it on the ground outside of their store and they didn't know it at first. So they checked security footage and that showed someone picked it up and drove off. Well, they called the cops, but right after they made the call, this happened. Gentlemen, our good Samaritan came in and he said, hey, I found this. And he said, I drove around front and you were closed. I started at eight o'clock in the morning. I just got out of work, so he brought it to us. It would have hurt not having that deposit to go to the bank. Yeah, that would have definitely hurt any business. They ended up thanking the Good Samaritan with a gift card and a nice cut of meat. Thanks, we needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and I visit a lot of websites just to kill time during the day. One of those is text from last night, and it's just basically drunken text from people all over America sorted by area code. So you don't know who they are, you don't know their number, you know their area code and what they texted. So I wanted to uh, compile some of the best of them in something I'm calling Intexticated. Area code 917. Now all my porn is stored in my parents' basement. It's like a part of my soul is all boxed up. From the 248, 27-year-olds can still do oral in a car, right? Or is that trashy? Area code 403. Alcohol and video games. A solid Friday night, even before COVID. Hey, we found them in your telephone. Intexticated on Rock 107. From the 732, the best walk of shames are on the highway. Area code 516, I'll be coming off seven days of not drinking. No drugs either. Haven't been this sober since I was in the womb. And from the 519, hey, I'm sure you're asleep because you suck and think sleep is necessary to live or something. Proof that booze and cell phones don't mix. In Texticated on Rock 107. Right down the road in the 717. So, you're telling me you support us groomsmen giving lap dances to willing patrons? Area code 617. I can't wait to tell our kids we met because you subscribed to my OnlyFans. And from area code 513. I've basically been controlling him with my boobs for months now. I can't imagine what would happen if I started doing it with them. We told you not to hit send. Now the whole world is laughing at you. In Texticated on Rock 107. What's a yambag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yambag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Taco Bell has been known to cause a fire inside figuratively, but some employees just made that happen literally. Last Monday, just after the 4th of July, employees at a Taco Bell in Nashville thought it would be a good idea to set off some fireworks inside the restaurant. Now, it was all caught on surveillance cameras. They locked the place up to keep customers out, ran around with fireworks in their hands, then went into the men's bathroom and ignited some kind of firework in a trash can. 
Then they came up with the brilliant plan to do the same thing in a trash can in the main dining room and record it on their phones. They went outside to get a better view, but then they realized they'd accidentally locked themselves out. While they watched the explosions, one of the fireworks ignited a full-on fire in the restaurant, so they called 911. Firefighters came and put the blaze out. It caused more than $30,000 in damage. 25-year-old Courtney Mays was the shift leader, and she's been arrested, charged with felony aggravated arson. Police expect to make more arrests in the coming days. Nominee number two. Did you hear about this over the past weekend? The entire Fort Lauderdale airport had to be shut down for several hours on Saturday because of a bomb threat. And now we have more details, and they're actually pretty dumb. Turns out a guy from Canada made the threat because he was angry about an airline's baggage fee policy. Yeah, 74-year-old Weagle Rosen was checking into his flight for Toronto on Saturday morning when an Air Canada worker told him he'd have to pay for his carry-on bag. Now, at first, he was just angry about the fee. But then he tried to pay it in cash, and they told him, well, we're not accepting and cash the because of the pandemic. Is. So things escalated. They said if he needed to use cash, he'd have to walk to another terminal, buy a Visa gift card, and pay the fee with that. He stormed off and left his bag behind, but they said, hey, you can't leave your bag unattended. As he was walking away, he claimed there was a bomb in it. Three terminals had to be evacuated. The whole airport was shut down for over four hours, and thousands of people got delayed. It turned out there was not a bomb. He's facing charges for making a false report about an explosive or weapon of mass destruction. And the winner is... The Taco Bell employees who set off fireworks inside the restaurant, then locked themselves out and watched the place burn. You guys are the yam bags of the day, and we'll move into Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Stay tuned for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week right here on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.